Hello everybody and welcome to Brunvagun, your weekly dose of bicycle, bicycle people, bicycle stories, gravel bicycles. Today is another day when I'm gonna talk about gravel, cycling and yeah, so excited. It looks like really a trend in this end of the year. It looks like I'm not training to go up hills, but I'm only training to do something else. You're gonna know what I'm gonna trade him for, for the next season. But that's not the story for now. I have to say thank you to my sponsors. Isador, I just right this week, had a talk with Peter Valitz, a lot of cool stuff are running around and some new, um, let's say, projects and stuff. And also, did you have a look to the new collection of 2018 summer? Have a look to it, it's really nice. And Wahoo, Ingo is also always out there to catch up with new stuff and new things super happy to have wahoo on my side in this adventure hello at calamaro.cc that's always my email and instagram.com slash calamaro.cc that's my instagram account and twitter.com slash read calamaro then apple Podcasts, write broomwagoon and smash the subscribe button and don't forget to share this episode with some friends it's always the best thing to do and if you don't have ios iphone or whatever go to spreaker spreaker.com slash listen calamaro you can get all my episode out there i want to tell a couple of things let me think about it. did you enjoy the episode last week of the panorama studio it was a blast right i really like that guys and i really hope in the future to meet them in person and like I met in person as well, Jan-Erik. Jan-Erik is the guy that I'm going to interview right now. He, is, he was a professional cyclist before, truck racer. And at a certain point of his life, he just took his degree, finished his studies, and opened an amazing guest house, cycling guest house, in Mallorca, in Cineo, to be precise. I got in contact with him thanks to Bregan. You remember Bregan, right? And uh, he gave me his contact, so I was there. I could not stay there because he's always fully booked, that guy. And he gave me also another suggestion. But we got in contact, we started talking, and because of another couple of things, and also because of Paul, you know, Paul of Focal Events, the guys who are organizing the Dirty River and uh, the Grinduro, yes, Grinduro is the name. And yeah, thanks to this contact and to this push, and also to the thing that I write to my email, now you're gonna know why. I'm interviewing it now. It looks like really a trend about gravel rides this period of the year for me in uh, the podcast. Probably because I'm, got, I'm getting in love with it or probably because it's something like a spoiler for next year, but not talk about it. Let's introduce the new for the person, the new guest that I'm getting for this new episode. And I'm talking about Jan Eric that is directly answering to my question today from Mallorca. Hi, Jan-Eric, how are you doing? Hey, I'm fine, how are you? Super, super good, <laughs> thank you. And, uh, don't know, this is kind of uh, a tradition for me, my audience, and today also for you. I really like to use, to say, to spell name and surname of my guests because I really like to cover myself in ridiculous because I can, don't know how to spell, uh, let's say, um, surnames different from my own language so i'm gonna say this so you are jan eric schwarza yeah that's quite good is it correct yes yeah, completely correct uh, yeah you know living in germany sometimes you also learn a bit of german <laughs> yeah. i tried this year in spain but not to learn german i tried to learn spanish and my and uh, two uh, completely different languages <laughs> yeah that's true 
Actually, just a bit of background. I've met Jan Eric in February. Everybody remembers here because I was super excited going to Mallorca and riding a bit of bicycle and mountains over there. Well, here in Berlin was completely freezing. Actually, it was snowing also there in Mallorca when I was there. And we got to know each other because he's running an amazing business. It's kind of a guest house for cyclists in the center of the island in Sineo. And we started talking about, it looks like uh, it doesn't sound really important, the experience and the passion of Jan Eric in cycling world. And then at a certain point, we said, okay, why don't we get an interview? A lot of months went, went away, away, but then at a certain point, something specific that we are going to talk about today pops popped up into my email. And then I said, okay, now per, probably it's time to organize this talk with Jan Eric. This is the background from my side, but now it's better to let my guest talk. So, Jan-Eric, can you give us a small, of, uh, let's say, a sort of a presentation about yourself cycling-wise? Then if you want to put also something about your personal life, you can, because romance is always good in, for podcasts. But if you don't want, don't care about it. Cycling-wise, that's the important thing. Okay, so I'm... Um... I can't um, split these two points. My life is cycling and uh, cycling is life. So it's my person. And just an example, my first race um, I did was eight years and um, I was starting six years. And um, yeah, I continue um, nearly all my all my life. I just stopped to play a little bit basketball and uh, make track and field. But after that, I felt that I'm yeah, a team sport is not my. I like to compete, lose and win on my own. So I, I start to train a bit more uh, with my bike. And I was more or less successful in the juniors and under 23. And then I moved on uh, to study sports science lab. And back uh, and the campus are a really beautiful velodrome. And I start to compete there. And I found my love to compete and do the races in, uh, in the track. So. Um, after a while, I was uh, able to start in six-day races and uh, yeah, in the under 23 uh, six-day races. Uh, one day, I get a contact to a pacemaker. So you know, there are different kind of uh, pacemaking races. We have the Durnies, the small motors, and we have the Styres, that are the big motors. Um, you know, from the Berlin six days, it's really famous this uh, Styre race and he asked me if I'm interested to do this and I said, hey, I'll be a six-day pro, so I don't, uh, don't like to uh, compete behind your motorbike. Yeah. Um, but I was young, so some years later, I remember this offer and I said, okay, let's try this bit. And my second race was the German Championship and I um, finished at fifth. So I said, oh, maybe it's not a bad, it's not a bad thing and I have some options here. And in this uh, time, um, yeah, I start to concentrate on this thing. Uh, in 2007, I um, that was my third, um, yeah, my third championship. Um, I win. I won the, the championship, so I um, have been a German champion behind the big motorbikes. And three years later, I finished my study in uh, Cologne, the sports science. And after that, I, I, I said, okay, now, now it's time to find a good job. Um, and I found my love to Mallorca before. 
So I, I tried to make a combination with Mallorca cycling and my study. And in the first time I was working for a big cycling holiday company, but um, after six months I said, okay, it's not a good combination and I um, concentrate all my power to start my own business. And I start with a little townhouse here in Cineo, had just two rooms to rent. I was living um, in the same house. And after a while I, I had um, yeah, a lot of customers ask for a room. I, I decided to rent my own also. And this is how it's going. And oh, I moved to a bigger house with now six guest rooms, um, double rooms, each with a bathroom, and really beautiful public um, area with a living room, a big kitchen, every every customer space in the fridge to carry the things and the beers there. And yeah, and the super great coffee machine. Ah yeah, ah, yeah. Uh, it's my second hobby now. Or my first hobby because cycling is not a hobby it's my job <laughs> um, it's it's coffee and I have a really nice cooperation with uh, rocket espresso from Milano and um, yeah some of uh, my guests said uh, it's the best coffee they ever get and um, that's so I'm mm. I'm getting a little bit proud of what I did not just the coffee also the ML 13 how it grows from from zero um, to a really popular place um, all over, uh, all in the cycling network. Yeah, um, I can tell you that um, my first option when I was coming there to Mallorca was, uh, yeah, to come at um, so to come at M13 because. I was actually receiving a lot of super good feedback from here, from the people from Berlin. And everybody was telling me, yeah, yeah, yeah go there. The place is amazing. Uh, the city itself is perfect. It's in the middle of the island. You can reach everything you want over there. And uh, yeah, Eric is the perfect host. You can get super good coffee. That's the thing that they were telling me. And uh, some really good services and whatever. So we didn't have the possibility to, arra uh, to, arra to arrange it because you are always super fully booked, man. Yes, that's true. But on the other side, you gave me the perfect tip, and so I went to another guest house. Was super good, and uh, but anyways, we had anyway, we were anyway in contact because yeah, we got the bicycle for Marcia for my girlfriend there, yeah, and uh, yeah, it was super, super, super good to meet you there and uh, try to understand and try to feel actually the vibes, the cycling vibes that you can get in Mallorca in general, but at M13 in particular, and this was really. Yeah, this was really nice. This was really amazing. So yeah, you were telling us that after uh, finishing your studies and uh, with your pro career on cycling or whatever, you were, uh, let's say, going super far, super often to, to Mallorca. You were training there and whatever. And then at a certain point, you decided to open your own activity, your own business over there. But... Tell us more why you fell in love with Mallorca in particular. What did, what, what happened? Why did you go there? Why, what brought you to Mallorca? So first of all, it was, uh, like you said, um, I went here a lot of times for training camps. And um, yeah, but this is, um, for me, Mallorca is a place with a special energy. And uh, especially the, the village I'm living now, Cineo, was always, when I stopped here to have a little lunch break or something, it was like, wow, I feel so powerful and well here. Um, I like to try to live here for a longer time that I get away this feeling that I'm in holiday. I like to live here like a normal life, 
to check out if this feeling still continues. And um, Mallorca is, is uh, mountains, you have um, flat parts, you have beaches, and um, yeah, it's like you get um, instead of uh, snow for skiing. I mean, we have snow from time to time, but it's, uh, we have no ski area. Um, but everything else you can find here. And you have a nice city, it's like, um, so Palma is like um, small Barcelona. Let's try to live in, in Mallorca, live in Spain, and uh, let's see what happens. Give all that a try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it makes completely sense. When I've been there, I felt exactly the same uh, vibes and the same situations, and I really fell in love with it. So, okay, you started your activity or whatever, but you continued riding in Mallorca. So your cycling activity, let's say cycling activity, uh, cycling passion continued spread out there in the island. So you're still riding in Mallorca you're still having some fun on the bicycle, whatever. Can you tell us a couple of loops that you really, or tracks or whatever, that you really, really like to do on your bicycle? Yeah, um, of course, there are um, these options. I, I said we have the option to go to the mountains. And one of my famous or yeah uh, loops is to start here in Cineo, go over Santa Maria and Buñola, up to the Col de Soya. Mm -hmm. And um, this this climb is a really nice one. It's um, it's always sunny there. You get a little tailwind, and it's it's feeling really easy to climb up there. And then down to Soyer, and then left hand up to Deja, follow all the coast coastline until you can go down to Espolis and then uh, back to Sineo. It's like around 130 k's, and um, it's like you see nearly yeah you see a lot of different landscapes and this amazing views from the from the mm -hmm. coastline there uh, it's it's so beautiful and yeah yeah is uh, is a nice small village and uh, it's full of cyclists there also for example a friend of mine you know Skerman have a nice restaurant there it's called Nama and the Mallorquin family Rainez they have a small supermarket and they are so happy if cyclists stop there and they get easy to chat with them and talking about cycling news and things like that and yeah it's, it's, it's uh, this feeling here at Mallorca that you go for a ride and you meet friends and yeah that is also so nice here because it's an island it's a big island but it's still an island so yeah everybody knows each other it's something like a big family that's also the feeling that I had when I went there when I was asking to people and talking to people about cycling, whatever, everybody knows everybody. Everybody was telling me, ah, you know this guy. Ah, you are staying at that place. Ah, you're... everybody knows everything. It's really nice. <laughs> and also for a person like me that likes to talk with everybody. Yeah, exactly like this. Yeah. And this is the point where you feel home really fast, you know. If you met people and they get the feeling, oh, he, they know me, so I'm in contact. It gives you the feeling uh, you're on the right place, you, you have a good network you are safe something happens you know already people you can ask for help and this is so nice yeah yeah it is so you actually the loop that you were mentioning uh it's a road bicycle loop right a road cycling loop yeah but you're not riding only that right which kind of bicycle are you riding right now <laughs> right now my favorite bike is the canyon in flight uh -huh. um Yes, it's like um, you have all options. I'm I'm playing a little bit with different tires, um, so Schwalbe have a lot of options to change tires. 
even uh, Mavic is um, giving us a lot of options. And um, I love this bike because if you change just a wheel with uh, uh, different tires, you can use it as a road bike and go with a group of uh, road cyclists very easy, it's no problem. But you can put a different tires on, even 40 uh, millimeter tires are working with this bike. And then I'm following uh, mountain bike tracks here. And um, the people ask me, I saw where you, you went in Strava, but um, this is a mountain bike loop. Do you go mountain biking now? I say, no, I use my cyclocross bike. It's impossible. Well, it's impossible. I say, no, you just need the right tires and you can go. And um, that's so so beautiful to um, explore now new areas from this beautiful island. You get really, really nice new views for landscape you know already, but just go maybe 100, 200 meters to the side, up to a small hill, and you get a completely new um, inspiration and uh, view to the island. And that's so, so beautiful, and I enjoy this really a lot now. You were talking just it's really some technical stuff, some really nerdy things out of curiosity. You were saying that you are changing um, the tires a lot, so putting 40 millimeters or something smaller, yeah. something thinner or whatever. Are you using a clincher or tubeless? I now I use tubeless because I'm okay. yeah, you can play with the uh, with the pressure of the tire. So I'm mm. I'm coming from the road. So at the road you say more pressure, much better. But it's not true. <laughs> yeah. Now we know it's if you have uh, wider tires, you have a better feeling for the road, and the aerodynamic is better, and things like that. And in the in the gravel thing, um, you you are more safe against punctures. So um, it's it's if you start to arrive and you have just two hours or maybe three hours, and you get stopped by a puncture, it's really pain in the ass. So it's so nice to feel safe. And if something happens, I have my extra um, safety tube in my jersey and a pump and if if it happens I can change it but I feel so safe and really it's a really nice feeling also you feel the gravel better you can go um, the descents really fast okay yeah, 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 it makes completely sense. It looks like also here is a trend now for tubeless, um, yeah, tubeless tires to use it also because you have more clearance, so you can put something bigger, low pressure, and it's the perfect solution also for road cycling. You're putting something smaller, but you can put less pressure inside and feel a bit more, let's say, feel a bit more comfortable. But it looks like everything is bringing us to the topic that I introduced at the beginning. Then there was actually... Um, you mentioning that you are riding the canyon in flight, so across, let's say, a dirty bicycle. Dirty, not it means that it's dirty. Your bicycle are pretty clean, so just for dirty roads. And then we said also that we were going to introduce here for something like a surprise or something secret that we are going to unveil right now in our chat. We are talking about the event that you are organizing for October, still summer there in Mallorca together with another guy that everybody over there knows, that is Bregan, the uh, contact person for Brooks here in Europe. And it's a gravel event, is in Mallorca, is organized by the combination of you, Jan-Eric, and of Bregan. What is it? Tell us the title, tell us everything. Yeah, so the title is Todos El Gravel. So we like to have a little bit connected with uh, Spain. So we, are, we have still the Todos here, even the 
this animal is uh, the sign for power and fame and that's why we, we use this uh, this name and so you can go um, I showed Dragon um, the options here for gravel uh, during a nice photo shooting with Timo Polman uh, for groups and um, he said wow wow I went to, to so many places uh, all over the world for gravel races but here you have everything yeah wow why nobody make a really nice event here and I said hey if nobody do it let's do it and that that was the start uh, everybody was laughing but uh, we stopped laughing and we said fuck we have to do it and that was really the start like uh, amazing crazy and that was end of January so imagine we um, had not a, lo a lot of time to, to October and I can tell you we we are working really hard beside our normal jobs to make an event that uh, will be um, yeah, pop up on the network like, uh, wow, if you are not there, you, you miss a lot. You have to be there. And um, yeah, so um, please save the date, 13th of October this year, and make a really nice gravel adventure. We don't like to call it race because it's not a race. We like to go out with nice people with a lot of passion for cycling um, to have a one-day adventure here at this beautiful Mallorca and um, for sure we will show you really really amazing gravel roads single trails and um, all around this event we have uh, other surprises so uh, stay, stay um, tuned and um, yeah um, I, I, I like to say more, but it's still not uh, possible because I, we have to keep it like a secret a bit. Um, we don't like to talk about things we are not safe. And um, yeah, so news are following. Um, one, one thing is safe, that is um, that we will have a barbecue yeah. uh, from the famous cycling chef Henrik Orre from Norway. Okay. And that shows also that we are um, really international. So we have uh, people from, from the UK, they are coming. We have people from Norway, uh, Germans for sure, um, people from Holland, uh, Spain, and uh, even people from the USA are interested to come over. And uh, this will be the meeting point for the world gravel scene. You, you have the chance to um, go on, on a test ride with the material that the companies not launched already um, to, to get in touch with the people from company yeah. to talk about your experience and um, that we can getting better and better and uh, if you if you do the what happens in them uh, in the states or also in the UK um, this gravel events are growing and um, for me gravel is um, yeah back back to basic back to cycling like we love it go out with the bike and be really in touch with the nature um, and yeah i mean even in, in mallorca now the traffic is uh, starting to get more busy and um, in always to share the road with uh, with the cars and the buses is stress but if you go beside the road using the gravel parts you are meeting maybe horses and some tractors, but not a fast car. And um, this is so nice to get back to the nature, even with a little bit more speed. That is why I always 
I mean, I was competing also with a mountain bike and things like that, and it's nice to use a mountain bike, but with a, with a gravel bike, or I mean, I use a cyclocross bike, you're feeling more sporty, and you you are a little bit faster, and this is like, yeah, you get the speed into the gravel, and this is what I love. Okay, okay. So uh, just put things in line, and then we can try to understand later on if something that we can say or not. So guys, if you don't listen to something over there, it means that it's still secret, but you will know something else. The event is going to happen on the weekend of the 13th of October. There's going to be kind of a pre-event only for let's say VIP, so for people that needs also to stay together to network to talk about uh, cycling stuff and whatever so to keep on the networking over there and also to try to develop the event for the next years and then it's going to be the main event with the barbecue with uh, the special guest i would say the one of the superstar of the cycling world and the cooking together that is the chef eric hore that is going to be the 13th itself of um, october when everybody's going to sit down together actually everybody starts will start riding together go to this kind of competition adventure thing all together on the 13th of october and then having some food and starting chat and uh, having a good fun over there and uh, yeah, and then it's going to be actually everybody home <laughs> because it's time to get over after this amazing adventure. Anyways, as you were saying, in that case, gravel in general, but here the Toro de Gravel in particular is not a race. It's an adventure, it's, um, an, let's say, an, uh, a chance to stay together and uh, to talk with people and to share the same feeling that people has on the... Yeah, on gravel riding and on gravel in general and on bicycle. Exactly. I mean, there are a lot of um, events where you go for a good time or something like this, but never forget cycling is, is a community, it's, uh, it's fun and um, it's more, more interesting if you can stop for make a nice picture and bring a nice photo back from your ride, you know? It's like, okay, I, I had an adventure. For me, it's much more important to have a nice adventure when I go out with my bike, then I have a good average speed. This time is over. I mean, why? Huh? It's, I don't have to compete with other people that I like. Um, if I want, you can make a small sprint um, head to head, and it's, it's also fun. But the best thing is to uh, enjoy a beer after the nice ride. And so we have not the showers from Paris Roubaix. Because we are a little bit more luxury, we have a pool. We have a 25 meter pool. Ah, okay. So if the weather is fine, what I what I think, so we can have a nice pool party. Ah, okay. <laughs> wow, wow. Can't really wait. So um, the last question that I wanted to ask you about Toro de Gravel, but in general, so which kind of bike should I bring there? Um, uh, everything possible. It's like um, yes, cyclocross bike. Um, special gravel bikes, um, even if you like to come with a mountain bike, it's no problem, you're welcome. Um, road bike with special tires is also possible. Is um, Yeah, everybody have to choose. Um, we are not 100% um, safe with the routes now, but for me the best is a 33 or bigger tire, tubeless, to be safe against punctures. And which which bikes is um, okay? What you have in your garage? Huh? Um, I mean, make a make a decision. 
and for sure we will have some uh, brands here they will offer test materials so it's possible that you can change the tires the wheels something like that we will have a mechanic here who can help you um things like okay. that so we we like to make it really interesting for everybody and get a lot of um, options to try all other materials so if you come with your say it now for for sure but i am quite sure that we will have options to try bikes also try different tires try different wheels helmets things like that amazing so yeah everything is going to be super exciting a lot of new tests and whatever and the important thing is that bring your passion then bicycle and all the components or whatever we're going to figure it out later yeah that's nice come with passion that's so good yeah. okay Okay, amazing. Uh, so just to summarize, so the event is going to happen for everybody the 13th of October. And news on whatever, where people can find some more news, or maybe they just wait for me to say something more. Uh, yes, we can pay, um, because now we, we um, just put out the newsletter for the people they get an invitation. Um, the next step for us is to make a little um, newsletter or just a web page with some information about the one day gravel adventure. Um, I said I like to say in the next 10 14 days uh, we will have a, like a web address where you can get more information. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you are in this passion network about gravel and cycling, for sure you will uh, hear something in the next days. And um, yeah, just have a look maybe also to my Instagram. Um, it's MR13Mallorca. Um, in your podcast, you will get more information. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all the people that are outside in the network will communicate about this event, the Toro de Gravel, that is going to be probably the main event of gravel, let's say in Europe for now, for 2018. So... All these people that you already know, I was mentioning Bregan as well, if you go to his communication uh, streams or whatever, Cron Communication in that case, or M13 in Instagram or on my Instagram or whatever, you're going to, I think also John is in the loop, so John Woodruff of Two Tones uh, is in the loop as well. And uh, so, yeah, from these, let's say, sources, you're going to get the most information for now. Just stay tuned. And you're going to get all the information of the things. And in the case you, unfortunately, guys, can't join or probably, I don't know, gravel is not your own thing because you're still too scared to start a new activities because you don't want to buy another bicycle. Anyways, follow the M13 in, uh, on Instagram and you can go there to enjoy amazing road cycling in Mallorca. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Cool, Dan, and Eric, it was really, 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 really a pleasure to talk with you about uh, this event and also your cycling life and actually also everything. And the only thing that I can tell you is that, okay, we are going to see each other in October. Wow, that's amazing. So come with passion, please. <laughs> but I'm sure you are full of passion, so you will make the event uh, to something special like everybody who is coming. Yeah, yeah, it's... It's going to be great. As also, I heard for somebody else that I interviewed two weeks ago that probably is going to be there and talking about Paul and whatever. So it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of friends to meet and a lot of stuff to do. I'm thinking about making something like a live podcast in those days over there. But the, the fine test is going to be in another moment. Thanks a lot, Jan Eric. Thank you. See you in October. Bye. For sure. Ciao, ciao. So stay tuned in this podcast to know something more about Toro de Gravel. 
the amazing event that is gonna happen in Mallorca on the 13th of October. You want to know more? Just wait a bit, they're organizing the last thing. It's really a preview that you're getting about it right here, and it's amazing. So keep in touch, stay here. You will know via my Twitter account, twitter.com slash readcalamaro, instagram.com slash calamarocc, facebook.com slash calamarocc, and obviously in this podcast, Broom Wagoon on Apple Podcasts, and spreaker.com slash listencalamaro you're gonna know more news. And I know that out there you have friends who likes mountain biking, gravel riding, this and that, so share this episode with them because you are gonna participate, if you are keeping in touch, to the best cycling, gravel cycling party event out there of Europe. Sorry, Paul, I hope you don't mind saying that thing. So that's it. Thanks to Isador, thanks to Wahoo, thanks for listening to this amazing episode and talk to you next week. Bye.